0: This is The Catholic Life Coach with Jenny Gwen. This podcast is designed to share powerful life coaching concepts through the lens of Scripture, church teachings, and the lives of the saints. My goal is to equip and encourage you to live a happy, healthy, holy life so that you can be the light of Christ for those around you. Hey friends, welcome back. It is hard to believe that we are more than halfway through January. For the past two weeks, I have shared the importance of building strong pillars as your life's foundation. Those pillars are your spiritual pillar, mental pillar, emotional pillar, and physical pillar. Years ago, my mom and I were driving to Florida and we had a flat tire in the middle of nowhere Georgia. Somewhere along the drive, we picked up a screw and the tire went flat. Luckily, we were able to pull to the side of the road safely without any issues. My oldest son was young at the time, so we were worried about being on the side of the road with cars flying past us. God sent helpers our way. A very kind truck driver stopped and began to change our tire. He said he hoped that if there were a time that his wife was in a similar situation, a kind person would repay the favor. A Georgia Highway Patrol officer stopped to check on us as well. Before long, we had the spare tire on and we were headed to the next exit to buy a new tire. The reason I'm sharing the story is that I still had three perfectly good tires on my car, yet because one tire was flat, I couldn't drive my car. The same is true with the four pillars. Each pillar has to be strong for you to lead a happy, healthy, holy life. Even though the kind man put a spare tire on, which made my car drivable, my car still didn't function properly. I had to drive slowly, and you could tell that something wasn't quite right. A few exits away, we found a garage that fixed us up, and we were back on the road headed to the beach. Each tire on the car is important and makes driving the car possible. The four pillars are each important to living your best life. Your spiritual pillar is the core of your foundation. The goal is to create a life that revolves around this pillar. When you direct your life towards God, then you find more joy and peace no matter what you may be experiencing. The strength of your mental pillar means having the awareness to take each of your thoughts captive. Most of us have never examined our thoughts before. We tend to think that our thoughts just happen to us. The same is true with the emotional pillar. We are taught from a young age that the things happening around us or to us create our emotions. It's easy to think that we are powerless over how we think and feel but I am here to tell you that you have all the control once you learn some simple strategies. Paul tells us in Romans, for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. To set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Learning to manage your emotions is crucial to having a peace of mind. As Rick Warren says, you need to deal with what you feel. God gave you emotions so that you can fully experience life, the joys and the sorrows. You are not meant to be happy all of the time, but when you become aware of your thoughts and learn to embrace all of your feelings— Then you will make room for more joy and more peace in your life. The source of your emotions are your thoughts. When something happens to you or around you, you have a thought about that situation. The thought creates a feeling inside of you. Many of us believe that the things that happen to us and around us are what create our emotions. But that is not true. There is a space between the situation and how you feel. And in that space is your thought. Think about it this way. Recently in Nashville, we have had three significant snowfalls in two weeks, which is more than we normally have the whole entire winter. And if you know anything about Nashville, it only takes a few inches to shut our city down. People feel differently about the snow because they have different thoughts about the situation. If you are a teacher or student, I bet you love the snow because it means a day off from school to relax and have fun. You might have the thought, I get to sleep in and relax in the morning. If you are a doctor, nurse, or first responder who has to be at work no matter what the road conditions are, you might feel worried or stressed because you aren't sure how you will get to work. Your thought might be the roads are unsafe, but I have to drive on them anyway. Now, do you understand if situations created feelings, then everyone would feel the same way about everything. Does that make sense? So in the snow situation, if circumstances created feelings, then everyone would either be excited about the snow or everyone would be worried and stressed about the snow. When I work with clients, the first step is to help them gain an awareness of their thoughts, which we discussed last week. Then we examine the thoughts to see which feelings the thoughts create. Connecting thoughts to feelings empowers you to see that you have much more control over your life than you ever imagined. It is so easy to feel like you are at the mercy of the things happening around you. The truth is you can learn to control your emotions so that your emotions don't control your life. Let me repeat that. The truth is you can learn to control your emotions so that your emotions don't control your life. Here are three steps to take to control your emotions. You're going to acknowledge, allow, And accept them. Step number one is to acknowledge the emotion. To acknowledge the emotion, you must look for its origin, which is a thought or a belief. A belief is simply a thought that you have over and over again. Now, Satan loves to use your emotions to pull you away from God. This can happen when you believe lies instead of God's truth. If you haven't examined your thoughts, it's easy to believe each thought that pops into your mind, even if they are false. Satan loves to plant seeds so that we believe lies. For example, have you ever had any of these thoughts before? I am not enough. I will never measure up to others. I am unworthy to be loved. I can never be forgiven. These thoughts can create feelings of despair, Self loathing, unworthiness, and hopelessness. These feelings come from lies. Once you recognize the thoughts behind these emotions, you can then apply God's truth to them. You know, as a child of God, that you are enough. God created you in his likeness and image. Jesus died on the cross so that you will always be forgiven. Once you acknowledge the feelings, you can then root out the thought that creates that feeling. Ask yourself, is this thought true? Most of the time, it is easy to identify the thoughts that are lies. Once you recognize the false thoughts, then you can simply replace them with a true thought, which in turn will create a new feeling. Once you learn to acknowledge your feelings and trace them to a thought, you will be surprised at how many feelings are rooted in things that are not even true. So a few months ago, I was feeling isolated and lonely. I was waiting for a friend to return a phone call about getting together. As I was waiting over the course of a couple of days, I was on social media and found a picture of her with some other friends out having dinner together. My immediate thought was, she would rather be with them than me. Then the thoughts continued with, we will probably never see each other again, or I'll never have any friends. These thoughts came easily and created feelings of isolation and loneliness. At that moment, it was difficult to see that these thoughts were lies. As it turns out, the picture I saw on social media was old, and my friend was at home with COVID, which is why she hadn't reached out. But do you see how quickly and easily those thoughts created emotions of being isolated and lonely? One false thought can easily multiply if you don't take each thought captive. Now, this can sound super easy, but believe me, uncovering thoughts and feelings can also be very difficult. It can be daunting to think that you are creating the negative emotions that you feel because of your thoughts. I've worked with clients before who had deep hurts and wounds that created a set of beliefs that were difficult to uncover. And even once they were uncovered, it was a long process to see that they could look at their hurts and pains from a different perspective, a perspective which allowed them to see that they could choose how to think and feel about everyone and everything. It takes a lot of work and inner healing be able to see some of the deeper thoughts and beliefs that we carry around the second step is to allow your emotions this is a difficult step we live in a world that seeks pleasure and avoids pain at all cost when you feel crummy you usually want to immediately feel better no one wants to sit in crummy emotions So to feel better, you may use food, alcohol, shopping, or binge watch TV to avoid how you are currently feeling. This resistance to emotions creates even more discomfort. So this past weekend, we were snowed in once again. I was tired of being at home and tired of watching TV. I wanted to get out of the house and go somewhere or take a walk in the neighborhood, but the streets were covered in ice and snow. All day long, I felt restless and was uncomfortable. I found myself grabbing chips, crackers, and apple, all in an effort to avoid how I was feeling. In the afternoon, I suddenly realized that what I was feeling was bored. I pulled out my journal and wrote down all of my thoughts. I uncovered the thoughts that were creating the feeling of being bored. Once I realized this, I just allowed myself to feel the boredom. I sat in my chair and described to myself how being bored felt in my body. It made me feel restless. I could feel it in my hands and feet like I was longing to do something. Once I acknowledged and allowed the emotion, it didn't have control over me anymore. When I found myself going to the kitchen to grab another snack, I was able to pause and redirect myself. I wasn't hungry. I was avoiding feeling bored by eating. Once I uncovered the thoughts, I was able to see the origin of the feeling. Allowing the emotion created space for it, and then the emotion started to fade away. The boredom faded away once I was able to acknowledge and allow it. The third step is to accept the feeling. Now, this step is crucial because it allows you to experience all emotions rather than avoiding them. Like I said earlier, God created you to have a full human experience, which means feeling all the feels. When you look at the life of Jesus, you can see that he experienced all human emotions. He experienced love and tenderness, anger, frustration, pain, and suffering. We don't experience any emotions that Jesus doesn't understand or that he didn't experience himself. Isn't that comforting? When you accept that you are human and that feelings allow you to live a full life, you welcome all. All of your feelings. By acknowledging, allowing, and accepting that I was bored, I was able to just experience the feeling without pushing it away. Now, boredom is not a pleasant feeling, it can be uncomfortable. But by accepting the boredom, I was able to recognize it, allow it, and just accept that's how I felt. It is important to note that a feeling is simply a vibration in your body. Let me repeat that. It is important to note that a feeling is simply a vibration in your body. A feeling can't hurt you, even though intense emotions seem like they will overtake you. Accepting your feelings allows you to experience that one feeling. When you resist feelings with food, alcohol, or another activity to avoid experiencing that feeling, then you are often left with layers of uncomfortable feelings. For example, if you eat to avoid feeling bored, the boredom will still be there once the food is gone, And there are chances that now you will have boredom with frustration and shame for overeating. So there are layers of uncomfortable feelings. To build a strong emotional pillar, you can't be afraid of emotions. Your emotions can't hurt you. You have the ability with these three steps to take control of your emotions so that you can lead a life you love. Remember to acknowledge, allow, and accept your feelings. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, thank you for the emotions that we experience on a daily basis. Thank you for the easy, comfortable emotions, but also the hard, uncomfortable feelings as well. When our emotions seem to be too much and feel like they're going to overtake us, remind us to place them in your hands, Lord. We know that you experienced everything on earth. We know that you understand how we feel because you experienced each and every emotion too. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, friends, stay happy, healthy, and holy, and I will see you next week. God bless. For more information on Catholic Life Coaching, go to my website, catholiclifecoachacademy.com. Be sure to sign up for my weekly emails that are full of inspiration and ideas and to find out about upcoming events. The Academy is an online community of Catholic women just like you who are striving to live a happy, healthy, and holy life. In the Academy, you will find monthly workshops designed to help you create a life that you love by connecting on a deeper level with yourself, others, and in your faith. The Academy has a special focus on educators by helping them find joy in and out of the classroom. You will also find powerful coaching workshops to help you strengthen your marriage. To learn more, go to CatholicLifeCoachAcademy.com. The music for this podcast is brought to you by The Vigil Project. They make music for the Catholic journey. To learn more about their ministry and to listen to more of their music, visit their website at thevigilproject.com.